You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome into today's edition of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kevin McGuire, editor of NittanyLionsWire.com on the USA Today Sports Media Group, also a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Now, we've got some fun stuff to get into in today's episode as we look at another key player for Penn State in the 2021 season. But when we are done, I want to make sure you guys check out the Locked On Big Ten podcast because, quite simply, there is no better place to get all the news on everything Big Ten Conference than with our good friend Big Ten Ben Stevens and the Locked On Big Ten podcast. So follow the Locked On Big Ten podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast while you were at it make sure you're following locked on nittany lions on that odyssey app if you have not updated that app from radio.com to odyssey on your phone or on your mobile device whatever the case may be make sure you do that today because the odyssey app has so much great content for you not only everything affiliated with the locked on podcast network including locked on nittany lions but also some great radio stations out where so you can get your radio stations you get your podcasts all in one app on the odyssey app Make sure you download that today, update that, that, and of course, make sure you follow the Locked on Nittany Lines podcast. If you want to use some of the other podcasting apps out there, that's fine too. Make sure you subscribe, follow along on all of your favorite podcasting apps, leave those ratings and reviews wherever you possibly can. Help continue to support this podcast and help us grow because we cannot do it without your follows, without your ratings and your reviews. And if you leave a five-star rating or review anywhere, make sure you take a screenshot of that and send it to us on our Twitter account at Locked On Nittany. You can also reach us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany. And we want to give you a shout out not only on those social media platforms, but right here on the podcast as well. You can also catch us on Instagram and on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Locked On Nittany, instagram.com slash Locked On Nittany, facebook.com slash Locked On Nittany, and twitter.com slash Locked On Nittany. So lots of ways to stay connected with the podcast. Make sure you've got all the latest episodes delivered right to you. And make sure you follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. So in today's episode, we are going to take a look at another key player for Penn State in 2021. And we're going to go with one that's not quite as obvious as the last two that we've discussed. Previously, we talked about the quarterback, Sean Clifford, the star wide receiver, Jahad Dotson. Let's take a look at the running back situation. But I want to go in a little bit of a different area for you today because I want to look at one of the latest additions through the transfer portal, which was John Lovett, who comes to Penn State from Baylor in the rotating class or the transferring class of 2021, whatever we want to call that. It was a nice little pickup through the transfer portal for Penn State, adding a veteran, a guy with some big time or big 12, I guess I should say, playing experience and has shown some ability to be a reliable running back. But before we get into what exactly, where exactly he fits into Penn State's offensive plans for 2021, let's take a look backwards and take a look at his journey up to this point as he arrives in Happy Valley. And John Lovett is one of those players who was rated as a three-star recruit coming out of high school. So he wasn't necessarily one of the big star players, one of the marquee players in any recruiting uh, classes that were out there. But he certainly was a guy that was on the map. Uh, he had a lot of programs from some Power 5 conferences taking a look at him, including Penn State, including Rutgers, including Baylor, of course, uh, but you also saw Iowa and Michigan State get in on the mix as well. And his recruiting process was kind of interesting because 
I think it's safe to say that he had a pretty good relationship with Matt Rule, who, of course, is right now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. We'll get back to that in just a second. But Matt Rule, when he was at Temple, before he took the head coaching job at, at Baylor, was recruiting John Lovett to try and come and be a part of the Temple Alice program. But early on the recruiting process, Lovett decided to commit to the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. And Rutgers looked like a team that was going to be able to keep him in the fold uh, for a while. But then Penn State entered the mix as well. And John Lovett made one of those unofficial visits to Penn State in October of 2016. And two days later, he received an offer from Penn State. Now, that wasn't enough to entice him out of his commitment to Rutgers. But what happened was Lovett actually decommitted from Rutgers two days after an official visit to Iowa, who obviously extended him an offer and certainly opened up the doors of possibilities for Lovett to start considering some of his other options in play. Now, I don't know how involved Penn State was at that point in time, but let's go back to Matt Rule, because as this recruiting process is playing out, Baylor is making a coaching change. They were already in transition from the end of the Art Browse era. They went through an interim year under former Wake Forest head coach Jim Grobe for the 2016 season. But Baylor decided that it was just going to be a one-year opportunity for Jim Grobe while they found their next head coach on a more permanent basis. And that ended up being Matt Rule, who goes from Temple to Baylor. And one of the first things that Matt Rule does is he continues to keep him the lines of communication open with some prospects that he was interested in to join him at Temple. Now he is at Baylor, a program that is not necessarily the uh, hierarchy on the, the, the top totem pole of the Big 12, but has more to offer than a lot of group of five programs like the one he was coming from. And as much work as went into that Temple program and as far off as Baylor is from some of the powers that be in college football, it was still an upgrade as far as facilities and resources were concerned. Just being a part of the Big 12 uh, allows the more doors for opportunities to be made available at Baylor, a program that had a lot of regrowing and rebuilding to do. And with a new head coach in Matt Rule, a lot of new excitement and energy and confidence moving forward. So one of the first things that Matt Rule does is he reaches out to John Lovett. He gets him to visit Baylor. And soon after that visit, he decides to commit to Baylor. So now he has gone from Rutgers. He was on Matt Rule's radar from the beginning. He comes to fruition and commits to Matt Rule with Baylor in that class of 2017 in that February. And it doesn't take long for him to become a part of the Baylor offense. Obviously, there was a lot of uh, work that needed to be done with Baylor. And Matt Rule did some good work in the short time that he was there. John Lovett was a part of that. 445 yards as a freshman in 2017, 573 yards the following year in 2018, and 655 yards in the 2019 season. So he is a player who is trending in a positive direction, becoming more and more a feature of this Baylor offense. Unfortunately, 2020 didn't exactly pan out the way that John Lovett was expecting. And that leads to some changes for John Lovett, for Baylor, and it benefits Penn State. We'll talk about that coming up in the next segment. We're in the month of June, and maybe you're starting to think about hitting the road for some vacation time. Well, there is nothing that will ruin a vacation more than having your car or your truck break down on your way to your destination. So make sure that that doesn't happen to you and go to rockauto.com. Make sure you have everything you need to keep your vehicle running this summer as you hit the road and get back out there for vacation. Rockauto.com is a family business that makes finding the auto parts that you need as easy and stress-free as possible. No longer do you have to go into a store 
store and avoid the pushy salesman who's trying to upsell you on things you don't really need. You no longer have to go into the middle of the aisle, look through all those different cross-reference guides in the middle, just hoping that you find the right model number for what you need. All you do is go to rockauto.com. You can do this from the comfort of your home, on your laptop, on your desktop, on your mobile phone, rockauto.com, and then make a model of your car or truck. And it brings you up the entire catalog of everything they have available for you. And they're going to give you the best prices available. doesn't matter if you're a novice, know anything about cars or know nothing about cars. They're going to give you the best, honest prices available. And that's why they are a family business that has been doing this for 20 years. They're going to treat you like family. And make this as stress-free as possible because it is never easy finding the things that you need for your car, right? Especially when you need them. So go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Don't forget to write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com we're in a very fun part of the sports calendar right now with playoffs going on in the NBA and the NHL, baseball regular season still ongoing. And of course, we're here already looking ahead to the futures for the upcoming football season, both the NFL and of course college. And the best place to get all the odds and sports odds you need is at Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device and check out all the great sporting news. Sign up for bonuses and contest information. You can get started today with a free account to sign up, and then when you make your initial deposit, make sure you use the promo code Locked On, and they'll throw in a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. Folks, you're not going to get that deal on any other sports gambling website out there, so make sure you take advantage of it with Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Following some early success during his brief time at Baylor, Head coach Matt Rule won the eye of the NFL, and he finally was able to accept an offer to become an NFL head coach with the Carolina Panthers following the 2019 season. So that leaves the door open for a head coaching change with the Baylor Bears. And Baylor goes out and they hire a defensive-minded coach and defensive coordinator from LSU, Dave Aranda, following Dave Aranda's involvement with LSU running their way to a national championship, which was mostly highlighted by offense. But Dave Aranda certainly has established himself as one of the premier defensive minds in college football. He previously worked at Wisconsin, took his game to LSU, and then became the head coach at Baylor, where Baylor is expected to step up on defense during the course of his time there in Waco. But the offensive side of things still is a work in progress for many reasons at Baylor. Now, John Lovett certainly had his senior season looking like it was going to be pretty promising, given his track record the previous three years with his increasing yardage total uh, on a year-by-year basis. So going into his senior year, it looked like he was going to be one of the more reliable assets for a Baylor offense that wasn't really expected to do a whole lot. But the Big 12 can be pretty unpredictable and offense can just shoot out of nowhere. And given what John Lovett had done previously, the last three years going into his senior season, it was to be expected that he was going to be able to put up some yardage, put up some big plays and help this Baylor offense at least be competitive. But that wasn't the case for Baylor in 2020. This is a team that averaged 23.3 points per game. Good for 101st out of 128 teams, according to College Football Reference. It's also a defense that gave up 29.2 points a game. As I said, offense happens almost left and right in the Big 12, and Baylor's offense just wasn't really up to speed. 
John Lovett had his senior season cut short by injuries, kind of derailed the momentum he had going into the 2020 season. And with the struggles that Baylor had throughout the course of a 2-7 and seven season, it looked like there wasn't going to be much opportunity for a lot of good things to happen in 2021. And as difficult a season that Penn State had last year, Baylor season was even worse. So John Lovett taking the opportunity to go into the transfer portal and start exploring some of his other options. It did not take very long for John Lovett to decide that Penn State was going to be his next destination. John Lovett entered the transfer portal officially on December 16th of 2020, and by December 21st, he was committed to Penn State. So so perhaps the early work back in the high school recruiting phase of John Lovett's career going into college, maybe the initial impact that James Franklin and his staff got a chance to have on John Lovett, maybe it's stuck in the back of his mind. I don't know. I can't really say what the decision-making process is when you're going through the transfer process, but I do think that there is something to be said about being involved early on in the high school recruiting phase and having a good first impression. Obviously, it wasn't a good enough first of impression to get a commitment from John Lovett initially, but bottom line is he is coming back around and now he's getting a chance to play under James Franklin and the evolving coaching staff because it's not exactly the same coaching staff that John Lovett was being recruited by back then. A new offense coordinator, new position coaches all over across the board in the last few years. So this is not necessarily the same staff that was embracing John Lovett back in recruiting, but it was good enough to win a commitment to him now or from him now. So maybe this is a blessing in disguise. Maybe it's just a patience is a virtue kind of thing, but I do think it is something to be said about having good first impressions in the high school recruiting phases, because the more and more players are transferring, the more and more players could potentially be coming back to other options that they didn't necessarily either commit to previously or look deep enough into in the first go around. So that's one of the benefits of the transfer portal. Having connections already made can make transferring processes go a little bit easier. Maybe that was the case here for Penn State and John Lovett, but the bottom line is now we have to try and figure out exactly where John Lovett is going to fit into this Penn State offense coming into the 2021 season. And not to spoil too much for you, it's going to be a little bit of a recurring theme from what we've talked about the last couple of episodes on this podcast when we talk about some of the highlighted players for this Penn State offense. And it's going to come around to the offensive coordinator. Talk about that coming up here in our next and final segment of today's episode. But first, I have a question for you. What is your favorite Built Bar flavor? What's that? You haven't tried Built Bars yet? Well, what are you waiting for? I've been talking to you guys about these for so long now. They're the protein bars that taste just like chocolate bars, and you're not going to regret any of the flavor options you choose. I personally have my favorite, which is the orange chocolate, but they have so many great flavors to choose from. There's something out there for everybody. So if you're a coconut fan or you like salted caramel, maybe you like some cherry or raspberry, it doesn't matter what your flavor preference is. Built Bar is going to have you covered, and they're always adding new and short-term limited edition flavors to the mix. So you got to make sure you're following them on Twitter at bar underscore built so you get the first word when they have some new flavors for you to check out. And you got to order them while supplies last because if you snooze on any opportunity to get some Built Bars, chances are our pal Andrew Wade over from Locked on Hawkeyes is going to have a huge stockpile of them delivered to him right at his front door. 
Trust me, you do not want to take that guy as a joke. He is going to stock up on the Built Bars before you know it. So make sure you go to BuiltBar.com. You check out all the different options available to you. You can read some more information about them, including some of the flavor profiles. Most of the flavors they have, they're going to come in 17 grams of protein, 130 calories. You can fit them to any kind of a diet, whether you're looking to lose or maintain weight, if you're on a keto diet. If you just need something to get you through your mid-morning break or get you to your next meal or just something that will last you until you get home and have a full meal, Built Bar is there for you. And again, they've got the flavors for you. So go online to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And you'll get 15% off your first order. Once again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Now, I happen to think that Penn State's running back depth is going to be one of the assets that they can rely on the most coming into the 2021 season. It's one of the reasons I think that Penn State will have a pretty good foundation for what they want to do offensively. We've already talked about the importance of having an experienced and veteran quarterback in Sean Clifford, even though he's had his ups and downs. I think the fact that he has has three years of starting experience already behind him and the fact that he had a full spring to work with new offensive coordinator and quarterback coach Mike Yurcich and the fact that he has one of the best wide receivers in Jahad Dotson to rely on, not to mention some continuing growth and development at the wide receiver position. There's already a lot to like about what Penn State could potentially do in 2021 with this offense. But having a running game that is capable of making some big plays themselves, I think could be huge. Now, obviously, the running bang has had its moments the last couple of years. It's been banged up with injuries, though. Obviously, last year, the loss of Journey Brown right before the start of the season with his medical retirement was a very unfortunate blow to Penn State. And then losing Noah Kane right off the start of the season to basically a season-ending injury didn't do Penn State any favors. But getting Devin Ford involved, uh, getting him a chance to really develop and continue to gain some confidence as the season went on, Kevon Lee breaking onto the scene and showing what he can do offensively. You saw some glimpses of some good future potential at the running back position. And if you suspect that Noah Kane is going to be back and healthy this year, already the running game situation, I think, is going to be in pretty good shape. But throwing a veteran like John Lovett, who can help some of these other younger guys gain some more confidence and gain some more insight into what it takes to be a full feature running back that can really contribute to this offense. And I think you've gained a lot here. So I don't know how much production John Lovett is actually going to have with this Penn State offense, but I do think he's going to be involved. And I think the fact that you don't know if Noah Kane is going to stay healthy, having a guy like John Lovett, who himself is coming off of injury issues, I think will be a comforting factor going into the upcoming season. And I do think that Mike Yersich will look at his running back situation and he will see that he's got different guys that can probably do some different things. And I think one of the things that James Franklin has stressed coming out of the spring is that John Lovett is a guy that they think can be a home run threat. So really, you got to kind of pick and choose exactly where your spots are going to be to use different running backs, including John Lovett. But if you can find a good spot for John Lovett to get into some open space, he can do some damage. And I think if you have the wide receivers that are providing the blocking downfield, these running backs as a whole are going to have some big yardage plays. And I think John Lovett is a guy that Penn State is hoping can be one of those guys that can break a big play. So I don't know if they're necessarily expecting that he's going to be the full featured running back. I think they would much rather have more of a running back by committee almost. Although I don't know if I necessarily want to call that. I think they just want to have different assignments for different running backs. But very curious to see what Mike Yersich is going to do 
with the running backs he has at his disposal. You know, Kane, we know what to expect when he's healthy. He is a very solid running back. He is going to be very difficult for defenders to slow down. Devin Ford uh, still has a little bit of uh, development to do and gaining some confidence, but I think that he's going to take some steps forward. And Kevon Lee is already kind of a beast as well. So John Lovett, I think, is going to be a good, solid, all-around player that they can rely on. Uh, even if they want to dump off a screen pass to him, I think John Lovett is fully capable of handling that kind of responsibility. So I think John Lovett's going to fit right into this offense. I'm not saying he's going to be Penn State's leading rusher. In fact, I think that it would be better for Penn State if he is not ending the year as their leading rusher because I do think that they want to have a healthy Noah Kane all season long. I think that will obviously bode better for Penn State and their their chances of success in 2021 if Noah Kane is the leading rusher. But having John Lovett as your second leading rusher or your third leading rusher kind of going neck and neck with the second guy, whoever that ends up being, I think that's what we're kind of talking about with John Lovett. But I think he is a very valuable addition to this Penn State offense just because he has three years of experience in a power conference program. Say what you will about Baylor, but I do think having a guy that has already played in a power conference uh, level of competition for the last three years, bringing that experience and knowledge to Penn State with some younger running backs, I think that will bode well for them in the years to come here. Certainly this fall, I think that puts them in a much more secure position. And just the fact that you don't know if Noah Kane is going to stay healthy, if you feel like John Lovett can, you're in pretty solid footing. I don't necessarily say that he is as good as Noah Kane, but having a guy that already has that experience behind them is a little bit of a comfort factor. It's sort of what Penn State was looking for with the quarterback transfer options, which is still ongoing right now as we're recording this. But having a guy that already has that experience behind them is what they're looking for at the quarterback position. They've got it at the running back position in Baylor transfer, John Lovett. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. Make sure you get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski, he's going to update you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts right here across the Locked On Podcast Network. So make sure you're following the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you're following Locked On Nittany Lions. Make sure you're following Locked On Big Ten and Locked On Bets. Get all of your podcasting fixes right through the Odyssey app. But if you're checking out us on um, some of the other podcasting apps, make sure you leave those ratings and reviews. It really helps us continue to grow this podcast moving forward across various podcasting platforms. And of course, if you leave a five-star rating or review, make sure you take a screenshot of it and send it to us on our Twitter account at Locked On Nittany. And of course, like us on our Facebook page. Check us out on Instagram. Follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Locked On Nittany. We're going to have some live streams coming your way very, very soon. I'm Kevin McGuire, editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and a contributor to AthlonSports.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's edition of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. Just a quick reminder, we are in our summer off-season schedule right now, so we've got three episodes coming your way every week. We're going to throw out episodes typically on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. If we have to make any changes to that schedule, we will let you know about it in so many ways. But thank you so much for listening. We will come back, do this all again on Friday. Until then, have a great couple of days, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.